Welcome to the family with Alex Brent Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. Oh, I should have said squirrel tamer, so never mind. Squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) And Wendy will join us right after this with the family. Dougie, what's happening to my favorite Nissan stores? Well, a lot, actually. Last month, Dan Resch and the Burnsville team finished number one in the state, and the month before, J-Lo and the Coon Rapids team took the top state spot. KQ listeners. Yeah, I've had to explain what a pair of choppers means to some of the staff. Anyway, this month, we want to talk about a couple killer finance deals on 2020 Muranos and 2020 Rogues. Read this. This month at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan, get 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new Rogue or 0% for 72 months on a brand new Murano. Wow, 0 for 72 months on a Murano? Yeah, I don't remember the last time we did that. Yeah, I don't remember the last time the Vikes beat the Packers either. Yeah, too soon. But wait, there's more. Not only do you get 0% on Rogue and Murano, but you also get Walzer Care. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty, and it's absolutely free, but only at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. That is a wrap. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Doing a mashup there now? I'm recreating. Remix. <laughs> Remixing. That's what I'm doing. It's Not recreating. Remix. I'm remixing. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Sad to uh, announce that uh, on this show, anyway, that country star Mac Davis, who launched his career crafting the Elvis hits, a little less conversation in the ghetto. Baby, don't get hooked on me. Uh, which uh, Elvis covered, but he uh, he he went in for heart surgery and died at 78 years old. Uh. That's too bad. He was he's a pretty damn good actor. He's a good singer, good family uh, family kind of guy, I guess. Oh my gosh! In the ghetto. In the ghetto. That moment in New Girl when she's singing in the ghetto at the funeral is one of the funniest. <laughs> she was very funny on that show. I've ever Puppy seen. in a cup was very Puppy, Puppy in a cup, in a cup was also really, but in the so ghetto. Hard. At the funeral. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Here's some of his lyrics. That before we move on and talk to Wendy, some of Mac Davis's lyrics. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I can't wait to look in the mirror. I get better looking every day. <laughs> to know me is to love me. I must be a hell of a man. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, but we're doing the best we can. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. It is sad news. Rest in peace, Mac Davis. Enjoyed your acting and, and enjoyed Reddy. your music. Helen Reddy died as well. Seventy. She was seventy-seven, I think, or something. Wasn't she? Maybe she was seventy-eight too. I'm not positive. Helen Reddy. She was not very old. Was seventy-eight. She, she was. So they're just both seventy-eight. Turned sev- 
78 yesterday. Oh, wait, no, that's oh, when she, she died. died yesterday. Okay, I was going to say. But I don't think she's she about to turn 79 the day before my birthday. Oh, my God. Well, she's not going to make the cut. She and Mac are in the 78 <laughs> Very impressive if she made it to her birthday at this point. Wendy, <laughs> Wendy, Wendy, what's up? Uh, you know, I was listening to you talk about the debates, and it really makes me glad that I didn't watch them. Oh, I God, you're so lucky. Yeah, you're so lucky you didn't watch the debates. <laughs> so bad. Well, yeah, I mean, because from what it sounds like, I've babysat kids where the kids fight like that. Yeah, it, it was yes. very childish. It was extremely yeah. childish. It was a kindergartner. It was, and again, Wendy, the way I, I, I described it was, it was like they were fighting on Twitter. Yep. <sighs> They really need to get rid of Twitter. It's I horrible. couldn't agree more. It's terrible for people. That guy's a total scumbag anyway. Ugh. Uh, Jack Dorsey, I mean, is that I his ha- name? I have a Twitter account, but only because of you guys. <laughs> when, the, when, the, when the podcast first came on, there was a contest, and one of the things they wanted you to like uh, tweet out or Facebook out or whatever, and I didn't have a Twitter account, so I figured out how to get one, tweeted out for the contest, and I think I've used it once since yeah, then. Yeah, our listeners aren't big not on Twitter. Scene. No, not my scene. I mean, anybody that knows me, it's like if you watch my stuff on Facebook, you'll see a lot of uh, a lot of my cooking or a lot of my, what do my friends call it? Uh, they call it the Pinterest test. So there's a lot of stuff that oh, I yeah. make. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I test Pinterest that Pinterest recipes and I let my I let everybody on my list know like hey this works this is terrible this is really good okay here's what this is because I have a lot of friends that are afraid to try stuff they're like oh, oh it's yeah. good I'm like I'll try it for you if you live close and it turns out good you can come over and get it not a bad idea but, yeah, so, I mean, I just, I try fun stuff, and then people know what they should. Like, there have been a few things that look really fantastic, and I tried them, and they were horrible. Mm. So they're like, well, thank you for saving us. But, yeah, I'm like, yeah, no problem. That wasn't that big of a deal. But, uh, yeah, I like doing stuff like that, and, you know, funny memes and funny non-political memes. Um, I just like to kind of keep it light, you know? It's like. I'll, I'll post that I support the police thing, but that's because I have law enforcement in the family. Right. And, you know, right. I I like my top friends like Officer Dave, and, you know, they deserve support. But otherwise, yeah, that, that whole thing is, thank God Facebook created the mute for 30 days button. Yeah, there you go. You got that taken care of. Wendy, what would you think of my deal? Uh, the real winner in the debate last night, even though you didn't watch it, the real winner in that debate last night was China. Because You're our two leaders, right. look, they look like idiots. Well, no. Both of them did. The winner of the debate was the networks that fostered that environment because they knew people would tune in to watch it. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That is true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. it's like MMA wrestling, but, you know, somebody break a hip in this <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it was <laughs> exactly. verbal WWE. It's like it, yep. it's, it was the pre- and post-fight interviews, just there was no fight. I think they should just yeah, be I mean, um, part of the great British baking show, and whoever makes the best cake just gets to be the president. Well, just yeah. skip everything that, else. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be totally awesome because then I'd be president. You, know? you would, you'd be the president then? <laughs> yeah, I have a really good dark, dark chocolate cake recipe. Yeah, I'd totally wipe the floor with them. Uh, <laughs> and I'd be whatever the farthest thing from president is. 
Mm. Oh, and then the other side would be, you, know, you like what? chocolate cake? What's wrong with you? Hey, what's wrong with you? Why, why, why don't you like other cake? I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a cake racist, apparently. You have to make a cake that's at least 13% chocolate, 64% vanilla. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you got to do all oh, the, the proper yep. yeah. distribution. Right. Well, what, what, what's, what's a Hispanic cake? What do they eat for cakes? We could do... Coffee, maybe. There you go. It has to be uh, what, like twenty percent, twenty percent dulce de leche. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. How about cornbread? Can you mix that in the cake? <laughs> I love cornbread. Yeah. Like, sure. It's All hard. the hillbillies out there. It already sounds pretty horrible. Why not yeah. add it in there? And I like I like sweet cornbread. Some people like the savory, oh. but I like the sweet cornbread. I think it's fantastic. Yes. I don't think there's any question about it. Some nice sweet cornbread, honey cornbread, <sighs> and some some chili mm, with chili. no beans. Mm. Chili with no beans. I like beans. Don't mind it. But my husband, my daughter, and probably about 80% of his family will not eat beans in chili. I don't That's know what's weird. wrong with them, but... Oh, right. really? Beans are the best part of chili. Yeah, well, that's like probably the... because it's the magical yeah, fruit. What's what like... is chili without beans? Yeah, tomato all... paste and water. Beef? No. Lots of... Trust me. Yeah, hamburger. They, they really, that, that whole magical fruit thing, they can do that perfectly well on their own. <laughs> right. But, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know that I had a sense of smell for quite a while. <laughs> that's it. It's, it's been... It's been 34 years, so I got it back. But okay. <laughs> no, with the um, they they used to have a dog a long time ago. It was a little rat terrier, mm-hmm. and even the rat terrier learned because somebody, Mike's brother, gave the rat terrier like a bowl of chili or leftovers or whatever, and it took the beans. It would put the bean in its mouth, lick the tomato sauce off it, and spit it off to the side. So even the dog didn't like beans. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I would just, I would just sit there and watch her do that, and I'm like, how does she know not to do that? He goes, well, we got the right dog. She doesn't like him either. It's like, okay. <laughs> but no, the, the the good chili is good chili. I don't like stewed tomatoes. It's a texture thing. I don't mind beans, but you know, if you make it with like steak instead of hamburger, like really thin sliced oh, steak yeah. and like masa and like it's a, a really good like they call it more of a texas that's a texas chili more with the steak mm-hmm. but yeah that with cornbread sweet cornbread fantastic and no peppers no peppers. no peppers i'm making the chili that dad and i made on tv for dinner on thursday what Ooh. remember when we TV were chili? on good morning TV? america or whatever i'm making that for dinner tomorrow are you yeah. Yeah, it's kind are, of chilly are you guys time. Not a, are you not a bell pepper family? Because I don't like bell peppers. We're no, allergic we're to not. them. Well, first of all, they give us... It's like food poisoning to us. Yeah. And secondly, because of that... Well, the I, women, you know I can eat bell peppers. Me too. Me, I'm allergic to like every food in the world, but I didn't get the bell pepper allergy. That's only in the female line. It's the weirdest really? thing ever. It is very weird. Fawn has it. Something I, in the Y chromosome I'm makes a, you immune, I guess. I'm affected by them too. I can't eat bell peppers because they just they make me really sick. Yes, but, so uh, sick. Especially yep. the the green are the worst. Yep, horrible. But, uh, this, yep. This year, just, mm. this year, just for fun, I got some uh, like jalapeno and uh, some of the hotter plants just just for fun to see if they grow, and they did. 
And so I've been drying the peppers and I have enough dried now that I'm going to, I have a bunch of cayenne peppers and I'm going to turn it into mm. uh, organic cayenne pepper powder. Oh, that ought to be good and spicy. I think it's a well, wonderful deal. I'm, I'm making a spreadsheet. You know, <laughs> there are really spreadsheets. spreadsheets. I know. It's a spreadsheet of nerd what alert. works. Nerd alert. What, what works, it is. I'm a total nerd. What works <laughs> and what doesn't. And my niece is a landscape architect, and she's going to help me, like, figure out in the backyard how many more of the raised beds I need my husband to build me for next year for what I want to plant. So we got that going. Hmm. Okay, we got to make a move, but I got to read this to you and then and then tell you uh, what the price is. You ready? The price is right. Oh God! Okay. To avoid the luxury uh, stigma luxury carries in COVID times, to avoid the stigma luxury carries in COVID times, Rolls Royce is trying to rebrand as Post Opulent. Uh, they're putting out a new sedan. It's called a low key minimalist sedan. Now this is uh, this is post opulence. There's no opulence involved here, right? It's still like forty thousand oh. dollars, isn't it? Four hundred thousand. What? <laughs> Why would I even call that minimalist post opulent? Yeah, and it's what? three times as much as the average house. <laughs> what? That's awful. What? Their sedan is four hundred grand, and it's the poor people oh one. My apparently. God. Oh my! Nancy Pelosi's. Oh God. Uh, I love it. I butler's love it. car. Can, can it? Can I be that kind of poor? Yeah, we should all be that kind of poor right there. If I could afford $400,000 cars, I'd be the (sighs) happiest poor person in the world. (laughs) I just saw that. Wendy, I just saw that when we were about to say goodbye. I went, oh, i got to throw this by Wendy before she goes. (laughs) Wendy, thank you. Always a pleasure. Good talking to you guys. Have a good week. Bye. You too. Bye. We will be right back. Guests coming up next with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Upcoming film, Till Death, a feature film with Jason Sudeikis, Evangeline Lilly, uh, Mike Coulter, Michael Pere, Christian Stokes, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? Marvelously. Well, this sounds like one hell of a movie to me. I want to hear all about yeah. your movie. But, man, so it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty dark uh, monster movie. We've got a guy, he's an ex-con, gets out of prison and uh, has to go make amends with the folks that he um, upset before going to jail. And so uh, myself and Michael Paré, we 
play a pair of hitmen that are go to set everything straight. <laughs> A couple of hitmen that go to set everything straight. Mm, okay. That's right. I, I guess it depends on whose perspective you take on that transaction. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a very good point, actually, Christian. That's a really good point. So how did the yeah. movie come together? Well, you know, so I've been a, a stunt guy for the past 20 years, and I've been doing a lot of acting as well. And so I've made my career doing acting, uh, acting stunt gigs, action acting. And uh, there was a stunt coordinator out of Texas. His name's Freddie Poole. And uh, he called me up and says, hey, man, I've got a stunt for you. Oh, by the way, I think there's some acting. And it turned into a, uh, a two-week gig, and it was, it was awesome. Spent uh, two weeks hanging around with Michael Paré from Eddie and the Cruisers. And, man, these guys that have been around the block that have been acting for years, they can tell you some stories. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. No doubt about that. So it's in, in, in post-production now, is that correct? That is correct. It's in post, and uh, you know, and of course, with COVID, everything kind of put everything on a little bit of a hold. So right. we're not quite sure when it's going to release, but we do know that it's going to release, <laughs> and we're excited about that. Well, it sounds like my kind of movie. Uh, my wife is sitting across the table from me. She'll tell you I love these kind of movies. Love them. Me too. And you know, I'll tell you what's funny is knowing that Jason Sudeikis is involved, and, and he's a funny guy, and he's the kind of guy I thought it was a comedy at first. And uh, right. when I, when I right. read the script, I'm like, wow, this is not a comedy. And I love seeing these guys stretch their wings and do things that are unexpected. Uh, it reminded me of what Adam Sandler did with Uncut Gems, who, yeah. who's a very funny guy, and then goes into a and takes a dramatic bend, and these guys kill it. And I think Jason's going to surprise a lot of people. How did you get into the stuntman business? I, I'm all fascinated by that. You know, I grew up in I grew up in East Texas, and uh, none of this stuff. It was light years away. Uh, the entertainment business wasn't something that that you know I even thought I could seriously pursue growing up. And uh, I played football, and I got into college. I was going to school to be a doctor of all things, and I take a summer job working at Six Flags Over Texas in a Wild West stun show. Oh, and they hired me. Uh, to be the actor, kind of the face of the of the the group, and I am no dummy. I learned everything I could possibly learn. I was with that company for about three and a half years. We toured the world. We were in Asia. We were in Europe, and all of that stunt experience. It, it I actually I do stunt coordinating as coordinating now as well, and all of that experience mixed with my acting created a special situation for me where where I can go, I can do both. I was in Hollywood for 10 years, and they would call me for the, the, the action actor with the dialogue and the stunt, or if they had a stunt guide that needed lines, they'd call me. So that's how I've made my living for the past 20 years. Isn't that amazing how, how things just work out? I, see, I, that's why I asked you, because that's one thing I've learned about stuntmen. There's always a good story. Always. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I, I haven't met a stunt guy I didn't like. So, right, exactly. And and, of course, you want to say that because if they find out before you work with them, they might knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Christian. <laughs> you know, I, strangely enough, my whole career, everything that I've ever done, it has literally come from the phone call I made to go on that audition for that Six Flags show because every job I've ever had in some form or fashion is linked to that one call. Yeah. So it's just crazy. If I hadn't have made that call, who knows who I'd be or where I'd be today? 
Yeah, well, that's uh, that is a terrific situation. I like your enthusiasm about this new movie, Till Death. Uh, oh yeah, listen, you know you get to <laughs> you get to play around and with, with these guys and, and and put on your make believe hat and and you know throw them around the room and get thrown around the room and uh, Evangeline Lilly, she uh, she she beats me up something fierce. So uh, I always get beat up by the pretty girls. So that doesn't hurt my feelings. I think it's wonderful. You know, I have an old friend named Alan Hamilton, and he did a couple of movies with, uh, oh, wow, what the hell is his name? Chuck, uh, oh, he did uh, the, the, the Ranger show. Walker, uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck yeah. Norris. There he ah. goes. Exactly. He did a, a couple of movies with Chuck Norris. And what he loved about it, Christian, and I think you'll like this as a stuntman, is Chuck Norris would walk up to my friend Alan and go, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to be coming from the north, and you're going to be coming from the east, and I'm going to meet you at the uh, at the corner. So I'm, I'm, I don't know you're coming. You don't know I'm coming. I'll meet you at the corner. So you have to understand, when we meet at the corner, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> like, oh. And, you know, listen, I know some guys, that they do that for lunch. That's not even have, have anything to do with working. <laughs> Just get punched in the face, huh? Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'll meet you at the cafe. What are you gonna, I'm going to throw over the table and take you through the window. You cool with that? Yeah, it'll be great fun. You know? That must be a lot of fun, man. Are, are stuntmen uh, generally a certain size, or are the stuntmen come in all sizes? All sizes, all yeah. sizes, because, you know, you've got – so there there are different different kinds of stunt guys. Uh, you've got – You've got your martial artists, right? And, and right. You, your martial artists—they do two different things. They are general stunt guys, but they call utility stunts, or they just do different uh, stunt elements in a film or, or TV show. And you've got doubles, and doubles come in and make the the star look look good. And the double is usually size and height centric, based on the actor, of course, that they're doubling. Uh, they want to. The best stunt double is a is a person that you never knew was there. You know. So, um, so they've got all kinds of sizes to double different people, and then I'm a big guy. So it's, I've only doubled one actor in my entire career, and his name is Zach Orff, and it was on the television show Revolution. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I get called in because I'm the big guy, and I have a featured section where I get beat up to show the that the good guy is really, a, really a you know awesome and and can kick everybody's butt. So, yep. And I'm cool with that. I'm all right with that. And, and it's gotten to the point where if my family sees me on a TV show or a movie, they know that I'm about to get my tail kicked in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> they just expect it, huh? Yep. yep. I, I think if I ever want to fight, I would probably get a rush of phone calls. Did they fire you? No, no. It was planned. <laughs> it was all planned. You worked with all of the biggest stars in, uh, in Hollywood. You... You know, it's interesting. I've, I've been doing this show for about eight years, nine years, something like that. And uh, I do a morning show in town. I've been in radio for 49, almost 50 years. Wow. And, I, and wow. I've introduced, I, I, excuse me, I've interviewed most of the guys you, you've worked with over the years. But, I mean, you've worked with everybody from Sylvester Stallone to, I, I mean, you, you already talked about Jason Sudeikis, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Coulter, and Michael Perre that are in the movie uh, you're talking about today. But... You get on a list of people: Bruce Dern and Matthew McConaughey and Brad Dourif and Jennifer Garner. And in general, um, I heard that Charlize Theron was hitting on you the whole time you worked with her. She wanted to go out with you. That's what I heard. Boy, don't I wish! <laughs> Boy, don't I wish! 
Boy, don't I wish. You know, I, I, a quick story about that. Uh, you know, I was talking about watching actors transform, and Jason Sudeikis transforming from a comic actor to an awesome dramatic actor. One of the coolest things I've ever seen was Charlize Theron transform from Monster. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. yep. And, in fact, you know, I was living in Florida at the time, so I knew all about the the Eileen Morno story. And when we heard that they cast this beautiful model to play Eileen, we were dumbstruck. I'm like, really? And then I got, you know, I got the casting call. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go earn the check. I'm going to do my thing. And, you know, I walked in. I was given the wrong uh, dressing room. And I walk into this dressing room. And these two dogs come running up. And I start playing with the dogs. And, and it dawns on me that, you know, only the producer or, or the, the name actor has their animals at the, at right. the production site. And I, I kind of look up into the chair, and there is Charlize Theron. But it's not Charlize Theron. <laughs> it is, she has transformed herself. And it was, I was, I was awestruck. I'm like, wow. And then when we got on set and I saw her do her thing, man. She earned every accolade that she that she received from that movie, and it was acting class on that set. Watching her and yep. her turn together, woo! I learned a lot in three days. No doubt about it. You got to come back on, Christian, when the movie Till Death comes out, because I definitely want to see this movie. So if you can come back when it's when it's uh, out, I'd love to talk to you about it again, sir. Be my pleasure. Be my pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for the day today, sir. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. Bye. Christian Stokes, ladies and gentlemen, the movie's called Till Death, and we will let you know when it's coming out. It's in post-production right now, but yeah, Jason Sudeikis, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Coulter, Michael Perret, Christian Stokes. Uh, I love the whole idea. Convicted felon Jimmy gets early parole after serving 12 years for armed robbery. Upon his release, he vows to give Annie his childhood love, now dying from cancer, the best last year of her life. Unfortunately, it's not that simple. Never is. <laughs> it never is, is it? We'll be right back for the final segment with the family. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Um, the Babylon Bee. 
<laughs> Love the Babylon Bee. Um, yeah, they posted. Jeez, now of course my phone is going to be. There we go. Broadcast signal accidentally picks up two old men yelling at each other instead of presidential debate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, now that is a funny sight. The Babylon Bee, ladies and gentlemen, very, very funny. The one thing, Kyle, what's Kyle's last name? Uh, Mann, I think. Man. Kyle Mann, yep. Kyle exactly. Mann. The Iowa main Mann. thing I don't get about that is that you'd think it would be a no-brainer for their handlers or whatever to say, don't do be that. Be polite, yeah, that's right. what and saying. you will look so much better than uh, the other absolutely. guy. You'll look absolutely. like a genius yeah. if you don't act like an animal. Like if Biden would have just like <clears throat> been respectful and talked about his policy yeah, and his plans, I would have been like, I'm voting for him. But instead, they were because, both. It's, yeah. it just, it's, I don't get why they wouldn't just pretend to be civil exactly. for 30 minutes or whatever. An hour and a half. Minutes. hour and a half. Yeah. But you'd think that would just be like, you know, okay, you're a shoe in now because the entire country loves but, you because you're the mature. Yeah. My, you know. my exactly. question is, though, st- statistically, how many people actually change That's their true. I do wonder. After watching the debate. Well, there's no way but to know, if, really. But if one of them... Trump or Biden would have been civil and respectful and just like talked about what needed to be talked about. I probably would have been like, "Oh, wow." Yeah. Yeah, but... I didn't know that they could actually not be an ass. Yeah. 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 It maybe would have swayed me. Instead, now I'm just worse off than I was before, which was not good. Oh, it's place. much it's yeah. much. Well, here's that perfect example that Proud Boys thing again. And why Chris Wallace is a horrible narrator uh, or moderator. Uh, Democratic nominee Joe Biden suggested Trump specifically condemn the far-right group Proud Boys. Biden is the one, because I didn't see this part. Biden's the one who brought up the Proud Boys. No. And then Trump was stupid enough to fall for I it. I know. He takes the bait every time. He does yeah. take yeah. the bait. What are you doing? Get your ego out of the way. Because now he's got Tim Scott, who I think the world of. I think that guy's a real smart man. Tim Scott said, uh, fellow Republican, by the way, he said, Mr. President, you need to correct your statement. So even Republicans are going, what are you doing? Well, he said, stand back and stand by. I know. What does Which that mean? I think, he, he, I think he thinks that stand by also means stand stand down is what he meant to say. Oh, yeah. You might be well, right about that. Then he needs, to correct, then he needs to correct it. Yeah, it's just, it's all bad. It is bad. It's just <laughs> stupid. Well, that's just the thing. When everybody's terrible. interrupting and screaming at each other, it's just like when you try to watch <clears> one of those news shows where there's like five or six people. And they all just start yelling at each yeah. other. It's, it's you know, who knows what anybody's even going to say because you can't get a thought out. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, yeah. you can't complete a sentence. Oh, yeah. Like, if the whole time you're talking, I'm just shouting at you and saying how obnoxious and ridiculous you yeah. are. Like, how are you I supposed know. to be able to, yeah, it's... Trump yeah. should have burst into tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the name calling is the part that really offended me. It's like, what are you in third grade for oh, Christ's sake? I know a bunch like... of people on Instagram last night were like, "We need to get a mom or a school teacher in the presidency because she would not have stood for any of this. She would have just smacked them both upside the head <laughs> and been like, "Listen, you sit down." I do wonder if a woman was the moderator, if they would have been more polite. Because they're yeah, kind of at that yeah, generation that's where true. you're supposed to maybe kind of be respectful for women. Chivalry. I know that's a well, I know that's an absolutely horrible thing now, and we should never allow it. But I think that that's kind of how it used to be. Yeah, I know. Being a gentleman it's, used to be mean something. You know, here yeah. let me read a few paragraphs to you what he did to himself by doing that. <clears throat> Tim Scott, a Republican from South Carolina. Tim Scott, of course, is an African American guy. 
a really bright guy. Uh, very, he's got a lot of, he's very ethical too. That's why I like him. Uh, Scott, Republican from South Carolina, told reporters Wednesday he thought the president misspoke when he said stand back and stand by, but called on him to correct his statement if that really were the case. I think he misspoke. I think he should correct it. If he did, if he doesn't correct it, I guess he didn't misspeak. He said during a photo op with the Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett, Donald Trump is a white supremacist, said AOC. Oh, wait, she's she what else there. would she, she say? She would never stop saying that, even if she's she like did. one of those pull string dolls. Yeah. Yeah, you pull she's, the string and she says racist. Exactly. I love the fact that whenever I see the name Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez now, I think, I think of Tucker Carlson, he calls her Sandy Cortez. Well, that's what she was known. <laughs> that's what she was known as, as Sandy Cortez. In the very pricey suburb of Connecticut. Um, people have been warning about this for a long time. They were ridiculed, called hyperbolic and radical, not because they were wrong, but because others couldn't accept that our country elected a supremacist as president. This is fascism at our door. That would be AOC just going on and yeah, on and on. That's, yeah. So that's why, Mr. President, you want to say things like, you know, I hope you meant to say stand down instead of stand by. Why would you say that is what I don't understand. I don't know why you would even talk about them. Why would you even go into that? Yeah, because Joe exactly. Biden said, he said, oh, you have to denounce them specifically, and well, he, he took didn't, the bait. Did he denounce Antifa? I doubt it. No, he did not. Why, why does Trump not yeah. understand? You need to. You yeah, know what Trump's exactly. problem is? And I'm very serious about this. Trump thinks he has to be above and beyond everybody else because he and his dad never got along. This is another one of those da- rich daddy deals. <clears throat> his whole life is based on trying to please his father who couldn't be pleased. So, I, you know, it's just even at, seven, what is he, 74, 75? Something like that. Yeah. Even at that age, he's still trying to, <clears throat> to please his daddy by being smarter than everybody else. And it, it makes him dumber away. than everybody. It never does go away, yeah, does you it? You just look like an idiot. He just looked like an idiot. What are you doing? They and then Biden just... was just, oh, my God. He's just blah, blah, blah. This is what we got to choose from. This is it, huh? I know. It would be so incredible if we could just get two people, no matter their race, gender, religion, Couldn't anything, care. that right. just said, this is what I stand for. You yep. can scream at me all day long if you want, but that's yeah, not what is, we're here for. This is my plan, and this is why it will work. Yeah. How about that? Like, you can shout at me and tell me my family's horse shit all day long. I'm just not going to react because right. that's not why we're here. That's so funny because when the, I told you those people asked me if I would consider running for governor of the state of Minnesota. Oh, God, no. And I that's said, oh, no, I'm pretty good. Uh, um and they said, how would you approach that? I said, I would approach it like this. Even in a debate, I would say my opponent is a very smart person. They're very well qualified for this. I just, I'd be better at the job. I don't need to run them into the ground. I could just talk about, you know, I think I'd do a better job. Well, that was it. If you can't win because of great ideas and policies, right, mm-hmm. right. then why? what are you doing there? Yes. Why are you there? That's if the you're only point. there yeah. to hate the other side... Mm-hmm. And to spread hate, then why are you even I in know. office? Yeah, go away. We don't need those kinds of people. Yes, just exactly right. the whole issue. Yeah, yeah, would you keep that person in your corporation? Yeah, in your company, would yeah. you invite them to a dinner? No, you don't want those people. 
Um, did it, so nobody saw the last hour, but you saw 15 minutes of the last hour, Alex. Um, I don't know when I gave up. The only reason I'm asking that is point. Yeah, Dan watched the whole thing. Wow. Because oh, the big call man. from the media this morning, which of course would be ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, CNN, MSNBC, all those people. Their uh, media call for upcoming debates to be canceled, urged Biden to back out after first brawl with Trump. So basically, I don't disagree. I yeah, I I just don't think going to be more okay. of that. They're not if, doing yeah. anyone any good. I agree. If they do another debate, wouldn't it be something if some, if one of them said, you know what, the last debate was a bad reflection. That would on make them look really good. Both I, 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 yeah. uh, for both of gonna... us, and I apologize. Yeah. For getting right. all adrenaline, yeah. testosterone rushed up here. Well, they don't have any testosterone anymore. I'm <laughs> oh, that's um, real. They nice. might be on injections. They could be that's on true. injections. They could be, they could be going to see Everest Men's Health. What are you talking about? That's probably true. Uh, you know, and and I, I and I I would love to have a civil yeah. discourse with mm-hmm. you. And please yep. help me. Yeah. Do that. Wouldn't that be something? It would be something. And you'd think that hearing all of this now, one of their marketing teams would be like, hey, let's try this instead. You'd think. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? Yeah, it would be something. So I don't know who. Yeah. Who I don't know if you can talk to Donald Trump and tell him you need to calm down. I just don't think he'll listen to something like that. Hey, Trumpy. I'll tweet him. Trumpy. Yeah, tweet him. <laughs> Trumpy. Trumpy. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Are there going to be more debates? I would assume there will. I have no idea what the hell we're going to do for a president because either one of these guys, I, I lost a lot of faith in both of them last night. Oh God, I know. Jesus, this is what we got, huh? It's a dumpster fire. It it's is a, a dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. And yeah. every time they teed him up, Trump fell for it. Every time. I just, what are you thinking? Well, You're smarter he than thought, that. He thought he could just go in there swinging and that would make yeah, Joe true. look dumb. And that's, it. I think it backfired, personally. Okay, well, stand back because it's time to go. stand by and then oh. we're going to stand away. down. And I don't know. All the things. Oh, we're going to do all the standing there is to do. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. I'm the unknown stuntman. I've never spent much time in school.